Are we live? Yo, the vulnerable are gangster, and the most powerful thing you could do is serve. And this is the All The Way Live podcast where we tackle the tough topics and try and make sense, try and learn something from the headlines. Sway! <laughs> What's up, boss? I see we doing a very, very quick introduction. We ain't even trying to waste no time into it. Hi, I'm Zoe. He is Miles. To the top. <laughs> <laughs> Without further delay. You know what I'm saying? This is the underlay episode. No, listen, we got to do it right because the most important thing that we do on this podcast right here is create a space of positivity. We create a space of inclusivity. We create a space of uplifting. And we do that by giving y'all carefully curated content for your cranium consistently on a weekly me and my brother right here miles xavier we go through the week listening to what you guys tell us to listen to engaging in conversation engaging in life experience apply our mind to it apply our time to it and then we bring those conversations to you guys man whether it's one person 10 people ten thousand people a million people it don't matter to us everybody's welcome this is home let's get to the show that's right. Make sure that you get comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Whatever your beverage of choices, chair of choices, you know, community of choices, vibe of choices, get in that real quick. We're going to let that, you know, germinate throughout the area. And then also we're going to let you know about the area we in, man. Exeter is in the building. My boy is in school. Yet another location. You know what's going on, man. We ain't taking no vacations. It's straight studying. You need to fill those shelves up behind you with the books, man, so they can see, so they can, so they can show, so you can show them what you learned. It's coming. Engage. It's coming for sure. It's definitely gonna come. You know, there's the you know you know how I feel about my decoration. You know how I feel exactly about uh, the 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 setting and things. But you know, you got to give things time to grow and. Uh, They'll be, they'll, 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 you'll see it. You'll see it. Oh, I know we will. And make sure that you tell the professor to write the A real big on that next exam. You know what I'm saying? That 99, 100%. Make sure he write it real big so that you can pin it behind you and that the people can see it every time that we say that exit is in the building. And on this side, you already know what's going on, man. Chicago is in the building. This podcast is recorded on stolen land, as it is every week that we record this joint anywhere in the United States. Here, specifically in Chicago, this land belonged to the Potawatomi people and the Council of the Three Fires, and the violence done to remove them from this land is inseparable from the state that we find this city in, the state that we find our country in, and the state that we find this world in. And so every time we acknowledge that, we lift up love for indigenous people the world over, we lift up love between black and brown people the world over, and that's how the intro be over, and like that, we in tune with the show. As always, it's an absolute pleasure to come here to, on this platform and speak to you, my brother. How you been? How's your week been? How are you feeling? I'm cold. We are <laughs> back. The winter is back in full effect in Chicago, man. So anybody, shout out to our Chicago listeners, our Midwest listeners, even our East Coast listeners are probably feeling a little bit chillier than they've been. The weather is like officially turning it's about to be Halloween, so I guess that makes sense, you know. So I've been yeah. I've been cold. I've been double cold because the uh, boiler is jacked up in my apartment. So you see me. I'm if you if you want to YouTube, shout out to the YouTube audience. You see me layered up here because this is yeah. real. It's real in the field. But um, other than that, man, I've been good. Like I mentioned, it's spooky season. We about to get into the holidays, so I, I don't I waste no time with that. I've been watching Michael Myers movies and and looking up the history of of horror tales and stuff like that, all all throughout the week, man. I've been getting my my Halloween on, 
And uh, I'm just excited, man, to wrap the year up in a positive way. How you been doing? Yeah. I'm good. You, I, people don't know this about you, but you're a big celebrator. You 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 take celebrations very very seriously. Like Halloween's coming up, and yeah, as you said, you're researching Michael Myers. This <laughs> this dude is really serious about his holidays, and I've known but, you to be this way as long as I've known you. Big facts, big facts. I love I love like if there's something to get into the spirit of, I think why not, right? Like if I think there's there's it's an excuse to build community around things that you know people don't typically talk about. There are some people that really love, you know, whether it's carving pumpkins or whether it's, you know, their favorite show is American Horror Story or there's something Halloween related that they really don't really get in get to get into their bag until this time of year and so i'm just all for that i'm all for those times when people's different little lights get to shine because it's it's that's the theme of the month so yeah i've been i like and to be honest like horror movies is a very particular genre where a lot of them joints are trash right so you kind of have to get into the spirit of it whether it's making something into a drinking game whether it's going to be like well all right i'm going to watch all of the Michael Myers Halloween movies in order, or I'm going to watch a Freddy movie and a Jason movie, and then I'm going to watch Freddy versus Jason. You, it's, it's definitely a genre where you got it helps to add your own stakes because they don't always put the all the effort into the acting and the making it a, a cinematic masterpiece. Nah, nah, not, not very much. Not very much. It's definitely depending on, on the time, uh, the period in which you're watching a horror movie, it's either slasher or it's for shock value and gore, but off of the tip of, uh, off of the tip of Halloween outfits, uh, there's also some low hanging fruits that people be, be using. Like if you're, if you're a cat, I'm looking at the ladies on this one. Ladies, if you're dressing as a cat, you're lazy. I'm a nigga. I'm a, if if you're a bunny, dang, you're lazy. You I don't care. What, I don't care what type of bunny it is. If you're a bunny, you lazy. Okay, and having just two little things over here does not make you a cat. That does okay. not make you a cat. I'm just saying, dude, because listen, I'm I'm reigning champ in my family of Halloween last year. I pulled off the still legendary Andre oh, 3000. That was a fact. That's right. Nope, nope. Hey, now if you're going to call out the bunnies and you're going to call out the cats, <laughs> I need you to give a full, accurate <laughs> title description of your costume from last year, sir. I was quite obviously Andre 3000. I yep. I went full with the lace front, bro, and my hair was just whoo, 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 bro. I look like sir. <laughs> I look I was, like Cat Williams in 2002. <laughs> I remember that Halloween, and you were Andre 3000. It was beautiful. Yes. The costume came yes. together immaculately. But there was another element to this costume that I think the people need to be aware of. This was a very slutty. Oh, Miles, Miles, don't do that because sluttiness is what underlines all great Halloween costumes. Mind you, I didn't judge nobody about anything other than the effort that they're putting behind said sluttiness. And for me, this year, I'm thinking about doing the same thing. Okay, because I'm pretty sure that that, that, that costume came to me captioned as slutty Andre 3000. And that uh, made it even better. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. It's inescapable. But I also did want to clarify that point that it's about effort. Put effort. Andre Andre two thousand was always slutty. Andre two thousand was always slutty. Like let's let's, let's get into it. I don't it's know the if that's truth. the case. 
That's the truth. Andre 3000, D'Angelo, slutty niggas. <laughs> All right. There are two things that are often confused with slutty and that I feel like many of the people you just mentioned fall victim to. And I want to clear this up right now. One of them is having a button-up shirt with only two of the buttons buttoned. Maybe it's hot. And maybe you need you got some new gold chains you need to sew off your chest. I feel like all of them brothers had button up shirts with only two buttons buttoned. That is not slutty. You know, I don't want I don't want that to be slutty. And the other one is that album cover where you lay on your side and you got one leg crossed over the other, and then you kind of just look into the side and you probably have that shirt on. I feel like all four of them brothers fell victim to that as well. Those are those are not <laughs> slutty, those are just signs of the times. Y'all know what I'm talking about. No, I'm referring to Voodoo Child D'Angelo, where he's shirtless, staring in the camera with just a little bit of with just a little bit of the of the of the V cut coming out. But listen, I'm getting way too much in detail. All I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say is if you're gonna do Halloween this year, you better do it right. That's, that's all that's all that matters. I'm tired. I, I don't like lazy Halloween costumes. They make me mad. I I I'm I'm more forgiving. I if y'all if you participate if you got if you're in the right spirit it don't really matter what spook or spirit or costume that you are inhabiting just come just come correct come ready to bob for some apples and 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 eat some candy and you know watch a scary movie you know what I'm saying everyone's gonna be Squid Game so Halloween is ruined everyone's gonna dress up as Squid Games it's gonna be regular Squid Games and Michael Myers that's that's what's going on because that's what's popular on TikTok. Word. I was pissed. There's a new Ghostbusters movie coming out, but it's coming out in November. It's like y'all kind of missed y'all didn't wanna y'all didn't wanna, <laughs> y'all wanna jump on this train. I feel like that's that's even more of like a true thematic Halloween type of franchise. It's like get your Ghostbusters on, you know what I'm saying? I feel like uh people some people are gonna be Candyman. That's gonna be a more popular one this year. Candyman? Yeah, no doubt. I I I mean I I guess what does Candyman look like? He's got the little fur coat, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. You could decorate, get some bees around you, get creative with that. Oh, he's got the hook. Candyman's a hand. pimp. He's got. He's, I mean, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> you talking about fur jackets and hooks for hands, dude? What are we describing here? What pimps have hooks for hands? <laughs> what? What Captain. type of pimp? I feel like that kind of inhibits you as a pimp. You got to be able to count money, collect it. You got to be handling ladies in a very certain, a very particular way, close quarters. I feel like a hook for a hand is a very is a, that's if, debilitating to a pimp. I hope it's not too late to change this this um, this this episode title to uh, "Pimps Pimps Hands Matter Too." <laughs> hook handed pimps. Hook-handed pimps. Hook-handed pimps. Captain Hook was a hook-handed pimp, but... The dude from I Know What You Did Last Summer? Hook-handed pimp. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep going. Just keep going down the list. If we had at least one more, that would be hilarious. I don't know if I got any other hook-handed pimps. You know? (laughs) Outside outside of Captain Hook, that's about it. Candyman, Captain Hook, and the dude from I Know What You Did did Last Summer. Boom. Nailed it. (laughs) Halloween. (laughs) <laughs> who else do, who else delivers content like this? <laughs> For sure. Who kind of pimps? Look, man, we gotta get serious because right now <laughs> there's a whole lot that we that we have to get into. That's actually absolutely hilarious. That's absolutely yeah. hilarious. Kareem Abdul Jabbar, you know, he had the hook and the hook handed pimp. 
we're we're so done naming off all the pimps with hooks as hands. I think right. I think we've wrapped up that whole list. All right, cool. Let us know, man. What are we getting into next, bro? What something that's been uh, been brought to our attention uh, through the conversations that we've had with some uh, listeners and whatnot has been around uh, seasonal seasonal changes and what that means for like uh, seasonal depression and things like that. Right? We always say that this show is built around being able to uh, give people that are going through it just a moment of, of positivity and of good energy. And I think it's part of the conversation is speaking towards the people that are going through it and what that looks like based on the environment, based on things that they can do to get out of it. You know, so I always have fun when I always have fun when like we get when, when these types of conversations come around because they stem directly from interactions with people that care about the show and that are listening to the show. And so it's a lot more intimate, right? So to, and I, and I know you've got like a very deep experience with the, with, with depression, dealing with people with depression, dealing with um, emotional intelligence, you, you're, you're, you're quite articulate in that. So um, a conversation between us two um, inviting the people that care of inviting the, the, the listeners that care about this information. What, what is your experience with, um, what's your, been your experience with, with depression? Um, that is hard, man. It's hard for everybody involved and it's not just hard for the person that's experiencing it. It's hard for everyone that is trying to support them. Um, and that, like most things, like a lot of things that we talk about on this podcast, it takes a village, right, to battle depression. And I think it's more common than any of us realize. So we all benefit from talking more about it and learning how to recognize it and learning how to support people when they're going through it. Uh, because even if you're not clinically depressed, the tools and the mechanisms that you can use to to combat depression combat depression did i say that right the first time will help you uh in your day-to-day life too because we all go through highs and lows you know even if it's not Mm. uh at the at the level of clinical depression yeah definitely definitely and so i say this to you all the time one of the things that really excites me lately is just going deeper into what the brain is right going deeper into what makes the brain going deeper into um who we are based on what we have inside of us and approaching the brain as a muscle and approaching our emotions and our thoughts as a byproduct of how that muscle operates has been something that's really allowed me to really break down and understand where my emotions are coming from, um, understand uh, depression from a clinical perspective to uh, a non-medical perspective. You know, there's so many different layers to all of this information. Um, in no way am I an expert, but in my own process of being able to approach it has been to fully understand the the biology and the and the mechanism behind where emotions come from. Like we're seeing a lot of studies recently, right, where they're 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 equating your diet and your gut biomes into what allows you to be positive, what allows you to have energy, which then releases dopamine, which then allows you to be, that's the happy, that's the the, the happy chemical in the brain, right? Things that lead towards that happy chemical being produced in intervals of doing things that you care about. Cause we know that depression chemically is when your is when that those levels of dopamine are not necessarily um, excreted at the right time. Yeah. 
man, it's really interesting to think about that from the scientific scientific perspective and to think and to be reminded that like it's everything. It's how, what you eat. It's uh, how much sun you get. It's when you start to talk about dopamine, it's how much you engage with like what could be considered more artificial sources of dopamine, such as like, you know, clicks or likes and social media and or even, you know, whether that's drugs or alcohol or some of the gambling, some of the other things that we engage in that kind of light up those same centers of the brain. Uh, so how does all of that, like that knowledge that you take in, you know, I think we've spoken many times on this podcast that that serves you in the sense that it's led you toward meditation. It's led you toward, you know, being very intentional about going to the gym and working through emotional issues in that way, uh, and working through extra energies in that way. But how does it inform how you, uh, help others and be a part of a support system for your friends and family and loved ones when you see them having a hard time. I think one of the cool things, right, is that because there's, there's a, there's a, there's levels and scales to everything. There's very simple things that all of us can do that will change that initial part of dopamine engagement. Right. And again, this is not prescriptive. I'm just sharing my experience and, and, and what I've read, right. Which is that simple things such as, um, maintaining a balance between your social life, your health life and your, and your active life and sleep, right. Those four things, a balance and a, and a, an intention behind them is that has the ability to be able to dramatically increase the level of dopamine that people can be able to, to excrete. Right. A deeper conversation into that i don't know if we've got and i'm sure we've gotten to it uh, into the show before but there's many things that we develop a habit of doing that have been dopamine inducing at first and then we just squeeze the all the we we squeeze all the 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 dopamine um the dopamine triggering elements of it <laughs> right now nah, miles don't do that because that's exactly what i'm getting to no pun intended Porn addiction is one of those things, right? Right now, in this time, bro, there's a huge, there's a huge porn. There's and even the science in porn addiction is 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 not fully um, understood at the moment. But that's another one of those things. We get into the habit of of of, of jerking it, and then now we're just doing it just because it's habit, and we're not getting any dopamine out of it. Big facts, man. Big facts. I appreciate you looping it into some of the conversations that we've had previously, um, especially about those things that we just incorporate into our routine and start to lean on a little bit too much. Um, I want to back up just a little bit and then go to, cause I think you've laid out, right? Like approaching it from that perspective of like, okay, well what, like even on a scientific level brings me happiness. Um, and what's proven to do that working out, eating, right. Let me make sure I focus on those things. Backing up just a little bit, though, when we talk about your friends and your family members and your loved ones who might be going through it and struggling, uh, hopefully all of us, each of us has this like safe place where we feel, you know, or and or safe person, safe people, safe system of people that we can go and talk to. And really, you know, when we're when we're asking how you doing today, you can really give it to them like you can really tell them how you're really feeling and talk through that. But sometimes we don't have that or sometimes we want to we feel like we shouldn't be struggling in the way that we are and we want to we, we, we hold it in. Right. And so how do you as a friend sometimes recognize uh, when one of your friends is struggling? 
or a loved one or you know that's that's always very difficult man and that that one is extremely difficult and i'd love to hear what you think about it too because like a, a big part of it is that people will allow you to see what they want you to see right there's obviously a lot of very obvious signs of um, a lot of obvious signs of someone going through the stages of depression, which would be an, a change in a change in uh, routine, a dramatic change in routine, a lack of cleansiness, um, squalor. You know, just uh, li- living within a mess. <laughs> what That's is squalor? Real. What is is that squalor? Living within a mess. That's I've heard squ- that word many times, but I never. This is my safe space where I can tell, like, say that. I don't really know what that means, dude. What is that? What is that? <laughs> squ- that's that's what it is. Living in squalor is living in in just a collected mess, right? So hoarding and uh, dis- dishevelment, right? That would, lack of lack of a uh, lack of hygiene also would be included in in one of those um one of those symptoms and that's that's it looking at them as as symptoms you know is is a is a big thing i think as well true true mm-hmm. yeah man it can it can be tough right depending on how close you are to somebody um your environment right sometimes our coworkers are going through it but there's this kind of professional boundary that we don't want to cross in terms of getting into other people's business i think we have that with friends friends that might be closer to that acquaint acquaintance line mm. um but then there's the other flip side right where you have a close friend that's going through it in some way and maybe not talking about it um but it's obvious that something ain't right right yeah, yeah. I think I think we both have experiences with that as well. Definitely, definitely. If we're being transparent, right? If we're being transparent with this platform and obviously protecting the the the, the privacy of the people in our lives, but like we are friends that recently had to have a conversation about a friend that we're worried about, right? And behind the scenes, and be like, "Yo, I don't know if you've spoken to so and so, but I think so and so is going through it. Let's get together as boys. Let's speak about it. Let's understand what's going on." And then let's see what type of help we can we can push forward going through that. And I think I think a big part of being able to attract people that will do that for you is being somebody that would do that would be that for somebody else. One thousand percent, a thousand percent. Right. You you have to be willing in order to give help to anybody, in order to give anything to anybody, you have to have of yourself. And when you start to talk about mental health and when you start to talk about wanting to heal somebody from whatever life is thrown at them you have to have healing in your own life before you can bring that to somebody else's life right and so Mm uh part of that healing is that is that support system that you just like alluded to you and i got together it's so much more it's so reassuring and it's so helpful to me in being able to help my friends and knowing that my other friends will participate in that you know it's incredible mm-hmm. to like to be certain and for sure that when I go to support one of my homies, that there are other people that are able to, you know, assess both the assess the situation from their own perspective, their own knowledge, have other touch points with them. So they don't you know, they don't feel like I'm the one that's associated with whatever issue they're going through because only I'm the only place they talk about it. And also to help mm-hmm. me because my experience with supporting people that are close to you that are going through it, whether it's a mental health challenge, whether it's a physical health challenge, like that weighs on you. Right. Yeah. And it's amazing to have 
to be in touch and be connected to, you know, other people that may know the same person that y'all are trying to support and y'all can support each other through that. That's important. Yeah. Hey man, we can quote so many Jay-Z lyrics around that, but like, you know, if, if, uh, what is it? Be each other's crutches. Uh, yeah. Come on. Yo, the fact you that know, I cannot remember Jay-Z lyric right now is Be each other's crutches. Yeah, for sure. You got it. Yeah. I got it, dude. It's spiritually, I got it for sure. Um, <laughs> spiritually, I got it. No, no doubt. But that's, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, if I, if, if, if I can allow my vulnerability to lead the conversation for, for a little while, when it's, when it's somebody that's really close to you, it can, it can really be tough because especially it, it, it can really be tough because you want to, you want to help. But at the same time, when somebody starts to go through it, they can respond in all sorts of ways that might not make sense to you. Right. And it can be like, it can feel like you're losing this friend before you think about, Oh, they're just, they've got their own issues. Right. Some things can be taken as disrespect. Some things can be taken as, you know, like, whoa, this is a side of this person that I've never seen before. And it's really it's just really important that we apply all of our our empathy to these scenarios, because like I was saying at the beginning, man, we could all we're, we could all be going through it. You know, yeah. we're, we're all so close like especially in in these times where nothing is certain man we've with covid with you know like the rates of violence that we're seeing across the countries with people's safety being at risk it's like it 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 benefits us all so much to just really start to expand the bounds of our empathy to realize that that person that looks like they're in a place that you could never get to is you for real you know, Damn, and you, 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 you said some bars right there. Keep going. The person that looks like they're in a place that you could never get to. That's you. Right. Plus and minus some circumstances that are unforeseen and that were unforeseen to them. And man, I just would, I would just, I just really encourage people to, to diversify the, the, the places from which they draw Self-assuredness, confidence, well-being, peace of mind. That's what I really wanted to get to. Diversify the places from which you draw peace of mind. Because once you've done that, you can you can share so much more, man. Because it's tough when one of those key places breaks down. But it's incredible that, you know, I have when if 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 I can't talk to you, I can talk to my mom. If I can't talk to you or my mom, I can talk to my brother. You know, these wells from which I draw peace of mind. It's important to diversify that, yo. A hundred percent. And also shout out to our moms, those who are the biggest fans of our show, which is a fact, you know, so shout out to shout out to them. But um, I, I love what you said about expounding, expound the bands of of your empathy. Right. I think that's a very dope concept. Um, a lot of it, when we go back and speaking towards these like brain hacks of sorts, these dopamine hacks, um, acts of gra- acts of servitude, acts of servitude are a big way to be able to increase your empathy, to increase your gratitude, which also leads to uh, your dopamine, right? Which always comes back to the, it always comes back to the controversial question of is there such thing as true altruism, right? Like that's the that's the big question of all of, of helping. Is like is there true altruism? Um, there's when it when it comes to emotions, there's no absolutes in 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 a lot of things right especially in something like giving and and servitude because when you're doing that regardless of what your 
return is you still are giving towards somebody else's return uh, towards somebody else's dopamine and towards somebody else's joy and whatever the case is so just in in in, in speaking towards um suggesting and the the reason behind what gives us so much joy right what what brings uh, we we share this passion together right we share a passion of we share a passion of being in the hood helping kids like that's for us we we draw a lot of fun from that and it's a it's an energizing activity to make the focus of our lives um but it doesn't have to be that extreme right like it doesn't it, there it, this is not the the entry level for 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 gratitude when it comes to servitude like there's there's so many different ways they can give it so boom they did a study, right? And you know I'm all about the studies. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll, 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 I'll push out the statistics on it, right? But they did a study um, where they gifted a they gifted a company uh, for a bonus uh, $10,000 in cash. They were like, okay, cool. For this year, we're going to give you $10,000 in cash. And then they gifted that to them. And then they rated their happiness levels. Then they gave another set of, another, uh, set of individuals the same amount, but that amount to be able to donate, right? That same 10,000 bonus to be able to donate. When they, when they measured the happiness levels between the people that got that cash to spend, they were low. They ended up at a lower time than the happiness levels and the gratitude levels of the people that gave that cash away. They were saying that they were still able to be able to feel good about that decision almost twice as long for as the people who ended up going to spend it. I think that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful story. And that's a beautiful, like, like, piece of anecdotal you know information to be able to share because it really conveys so much in a concise way and what it just made me think of is that the connection of of service and and helping and and you know altruism how much being able to serve helps you i know personally helps me is so deep because there's this aspect where being able to serve being in close proximity proximity to those who need your help or need the service that you're providing allows you to see the humanity and the dignity of people that might need some help. And the flip side of that is that that can help you be assured of your humanity, of your dignity when you need help. Yeah. Right. And that's important. That's powerful. Yo, that's dope. That's powerful. That's dope. Thank you for bringing that in. That's that's that that's so big, right? Like the, the humility. The you there's so much humility that encompasses being faced with people that are going through, um, that are really going through life, and then in that humility, you're able to be grounded in gratitude into yourself, and then also when it's time for even you to help, for you to be helped, uh, the, the the gratitude levels in that are significantly higher because you understand what it takes to be able to help somebody man it's it's a beautiful thing man it's a beautiful thing and if 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 anything i'm so encouraged by everybody that reaches out to us about the work that we're doing with the foundation um people reaching out to us with the work that you're doing personally in chicago all these all these things it's and it's important that i thank them out loud because when i when when 
there's feedback on them and there's engagement with it and we're getting and, and I'm having conversations with people about it like it, it makes me so happy it really it, it really is so meaningful sometimes it's even awkward to to respond in real time when someone's like man you guys are doing such great things and I love the help like it's 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 a little it's difficult sometimes to be able to respond to that because it's such a it reaffirms it reaffirms the direction and our belief in that we are really at a time where we can make a change all of us and there's there's the future can be brighter if we want it to be not to get on my not to get on my uh kumbaya moment but like dude i i, I really do believe that well let me let me allow me to ground us and remind you that when you are faced with those moments where it's like where somebody you know is expressing their gratitude or appreciation for what you do and you don't really know how to respond what you can tell them is to like, comment, and subscribe to the All The Way Live podcast. You dig me, you know what I'm saying? That would be really helpful. And we'll really appreciate that if y'all could do that, man. That's really important to us. This is a space where we're trying to hone our ability to amplify everything that is that is amiable and happy and powerful and, and, and expressive. So contribute to this space, you know, if you believe in what we're doing. If you like if you like what you see. If you think it's worth a dollar, let us hold that. It don't even got to be a dollar. It could just be a click. Appreciate that. Current news, man. Take it away. What we what what we about to do? Um, yo, Miles, with the current news, we actually came upon. There's, it's been a it's been a crazy week between between um our what's guy it's shooting? Yeah, so Alec, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin shooting somebody. There's been a lot. Yeah, Alec Baldwin accidentally uh shot and killed one of the cinematographers and injured the director on the set of his show. Um, I don't really know that it's really too much to say about that, except RIP. like, yo, yeah, just RIP and that anything can happen at any time. We talked about extend, extending empathy. Like, that's a horrible situation for everybody involved. You know what I mean? To just like accidents happen. And that's just a clear example of a super uncomfortable one. So wishing everybody that's involved in that situation, peace and happiness and the ability to not of like get their pitchforks out and torches at whatever production guy allowed that to be a loaded weapon, you know? Yeah. I heard it was a production lady and I also heard it was not her first time loading an extra, given an extra loaded weapon, but that's also the internet. We never know when something is actually right or not. Yeah. So with the, with the, with the focus of, of that is just, is just, you know, yeah. Love yours, hug your people's like, I'm sure that her family was certain that she would come back excited to talk to her about this movie. And that ain't how it worked out. So like, yo, (laughs) every moment is important. Appreciate that. And yeah, yo, like if you're on on the internet out there, (laughs) try not to say be too insensitive to Alec Baldwin either, man. I'm sure he's going through it. I'm sure that's super traumatic for him. Um, Yeah. And then the other story, I think that's real quick before we get into this current news that you see on the screen, major churches in Africa, strongly opposed LGBTQ was, uh, they found old boy. They found old boy. That was, that was accused of, of, of killing old girl and Gabby Petito. Come on, man. I don't know what to think of this. I don't know what to think of this scenario. So just to put some words behind old boy and old girl i was referring to gabby petito who we who we had covered before about uh the young lady that went missing in the u.s and there was a big manhunt for her boyfriend ended up being found dead in uh he had uh in an apparent suicide 
and After weeks think, on the run. And just like the Alec Baldwin story, I think it's just a reminder to all of us that we don't know nothing. We don't, we wasn't there unless you like only the people there. It's like weird stuff happens. More will be revealed, right? So I'm not saying that he didn't kill her, but I'm just saying I'm sure there are a lot of comments about him that people were making not thinking he was going to turn up dead. And, you know, sometimes it's better to just say nothing because more more will be revealed. So confusing stuff, tragic stuff. That feels like it's the tagline of the last couple of years. But yeah, I think it should encourage us all to just think and wait and be patient because truth is stranger than fiction. And so jumping to conclusions makes an ass out of you and me. That's a very famous saying. You should write that down. Hey, man, look. Going right into going right off of that, RIP to all those people. RIP to uh, Colin Powell as well, who um, who who, who uh, we lost over the weekend. Colin Powell's Colin Powell's strong uh, black politician from the U.S. who was the first pre- who was the first uh, defense secretary. Potentially was also in the UN as well. Uh, RIP. Yeah, I read his autobiography. It was one of the first like giant thick books that I remember getting for Christmas and being like, "This is government." Like, why do I need to know about this guy? But was the first black man to hold several very important positions in the U.S. government. Um, and yeah, man, rest in peace to to somebody who held the country down during some very very troubling moments. You know, including nine eleven, including like. As a black man in office, the pressure is unbelievable. So shout out to somebody who held that, at least with grace. I can for sure say that. Indefinitely, with dignity too. Hey man, getting into our main current news top, uh, topic of the day. Across Africa, major churches strongly oppose LBGTQ. Uh, we are pulling this off of AP News just to do a quick read through the article. In Ghana, home to diverse array of religions, leader of major churches have united in denouncing homosexuality as a perversion and endorsing legislation that would, if enacted, impose some of the harshest anti-LBGTQ policies in Africa. In Nigeria, the umbrella body of Christian churches depicts same-sex relationships as an evil meritage, the lengthy prison sentence prescribed under existing law. And in several African countries, bishops aligned with the worldwide United Methodist Church are preparing to join an in-the-works breakaway denomination so they can continue their practice refusing to recognize same-sex marriage or ordained LBGTQ clergies. That's that's what's happened. Uh. Um, oh, thank you for bringing that the the story into it, making sure that we are grounded in the physics. Let me ask you though. So what, essentially, what you're saying is that the churches are pushing back on any type of legislation that would make them have to acknowledge any type of gay or trans marriage, right? I think what more so we're reading right is a a strong stamp of the church to declare their position. In uh, regarding the LBGTQI plus community, um, and so just in, I think in the midst of in the midst of what is happening in terms of uh, international relations and how the that the LBGTQ uh, movement has been going on, um, it, it's with with there being an increasing louder. Uh, an increasing louder presence of gay um, of gay of gay 
congregants of gay churches, great gay black churches in Africa. Um, the the question regarding where Africa's the question regarding where Africa's churches stand in regards to the LGBTQ plus community is quite. It was a it was a pressing question for them to answer, and this is their stand. Because the gays are getting loud at church. <laughs> the gays are getting louder at the I, churches. I am going to change the name of this whole podcast to the gays are getting louder at church. Indeed. Yo, indeed. And there's, as they should. Yeah, so this is an interesting. I mean, I don't think anybody is surprised by the fact that the church, these are uh, just a beast clear and factual these are christian catholic oriented churches methodist methodist churches yeah Yeah. i don't think it's a surprise to anybody that they aren't that they that they ain't with the gays i don't think that surprises anyone (laughs) um newsflash african churches not for the gays but you know what was interesting about this convo specifically right miles is that when you think of when you think of worldwide the 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 attendance rate if we if we can count if we can count the church as a place that takes an attendance right a place that um has a an expansion model in in how it grows right you need more congregants you need more members for it to grow um that rates are slowing down that rates are slowing down and the the rate in which the church is able to find new members to go into it is slowing down significantly from even 3 years ago from even 5 years ago worse so if you're looking at it from a window 10 years and and beyond which goes to which which um now puts the church if we're looking at it on a if we if we're using history as our reference right there's been many religions in, in, in history that have gone through this similar type of process where the expansion rate is quite significant and the, the political, economical and social relevance are what determine wars, what determine politics, what determine um, laws, right? As seen evidently through um, the, 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 tax, the tax break that, that churches are able to be exposed to. That is a direct correlation of the influence in which the church had at a previous time in order to determine the laws of the places that they're in. It's not like the laws developed and were like, not for the no. It, it, that's not how that works. You know, it, it, the that to carve and that to purchase that piece of of um, of capital real estate, if you can put it that way. Um, all to say that it's. I think it's. I think it's um, decisions like this that lead towards that 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 decline in um, in this being seen. At, at its most positive as a space of community, inclusivity, of growth, of healing, of meditation. Um, at its best, that's all the things that a church can be. And I think at its worst, this is one of those things. I hate that we have to name the episodes before we shoot them now because we have so had so many great names throughout this podcast. Like, at their best, churches are love. I love that. It's like, a yeah. it's, it's amazing. But, yo... Mm. Yeah, I think that's the interesting part of the conversation, right? Because as somebody who I went to church this morning, you know what I'm saying? As I do, you know, mm. Mama, weekly, Mama Gila, just uh, we, I didn't see y'all there. You know what I'm saying? I, w- I, w- I would hope to I would hope that yeah. we get a chance to be in church together more often. But I, I was at church this morning. Yeah, um, if y'all can so show I- up once in a while. <laughs> uh, my uh, 
my uh no i would i would love to go to church with your mom actually in south africa let's add that to the to the to-do list to the bucket list big facts i actually do want to do that but i digest as somebody who is a church going church loving uh (laughs) nah nah i'm not gonna let you have it i thought about letting you have it for a second but you lost me when you said church going dude i'm not gonna allow that i'm not gonna allow you to lie to our people all right check this out check this out check this out um i'm at church weekly on a weekly basis multiple times actually monday's in the afternoon tuesday's in the morning and thursdays all day i'm at church i'm at the chosen tabernacle bread of life food pantry you can find me there lifting heavy boxes making sure that people get a little something to eat and whatever else they might need but check this out but but the but the but the purpose i say that to say that um i spend time working in the church i was at church this morning shout out to friends friends and family day at, at chosen bethel um and there's i'm directly in in contact and and reminded every week of how much that space does for community whether Mm -hmm. that is by being a vessel for resources whether that's being a space just for people to come and be safe whether that's being a space for people who uh, need something to believe in. And the only thing that's keeping them going, keeping them from being on the streets, keeping them a code in their life is the church, right? And a space where people who, whether it's through addiction, whether it's through uh, being in touch with the law, have opportunities to grow and to heal. Yeah. The church, I, I'm, I'm very aware and very in touch that churches especially here on the South side of Chicago and in many black communities of the United States are still one of the most reliable hubs of resources. Right. And so the interest in this conversation comes when you pair that with that. They have a, they have a history of being those hubs, especially in the black community, but also there's a history of tradition that is very much anti LGBTQ. Right. And as a brother who considers himself to be uh, free love, can I say that? Can I say free love? Can I say I just support free love as a support of like, I don't care what you do or who you do it with or what what you was or what you is now. Just free love. Free (laughs) love. Free love T-shirts coming soon. Like, I don't know if people if that's that's what they say nowadays, but that's what I mean when I say like, yo, I'm just free love, yo. And that is the only time. Well, maybe not the only time, but one of the major times that I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, where it makes sense Mm. that the church is maybe attendance, maybe dropping off where it's relevance to community is when I'm reminded of these these aspects of its values and of its tenets that are rooted Mm. in this archaic way of thinking that alienates certain people, especially the LGBTQ community. Right. And it's just it that's the that's the question. Can something like scripture, can something like the church adapt enough to continue to hold a place in society where it's able to do good um or are those archaic tenants and some of the other aspects especially of like the catholic church where we've seen it do damage going to just spell a lack of a, a lack of faith even if we're not talking about in the deity the god itself in these systems that will no longer be able to hold sway in the way they do now yeah 
the unfortunate thing about the unfortunate thing about a decision like this made from the church is that it um it, it propels the, the as you said the exclusionary idea of 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 churches right um i don't i don't necessarily you know if you if you if you look at religion as a as a prescription the, the saying is religion is opium opium for the masses right where it's really a place where there is there's there's so much uh it's like a it's like a, a short a shortcut to the world's answers. It's like a shortcut to all the answers, right? And for some ah, people, that's a, like shrooms. Uh, definitely like shrooms. Like <laughs> it's shrooms. definitely like shrooms if you want to put it hey, to a direct comparison. To each their own shortcut, but all to say that um, all to say that all the great things that you had listed about a church and the value of it is what becomes lost right because you also see in other cultures there are spaces that um brand brandish their religion but can still expand it to be more inclusive to other things you know what i mean like um let's say buddhist healing if you will there's that element of it now granted i don't know what their stance is on homosexuality and i don't want to even pretend like i do but their the connotation of that institution is one of inclusivity more the more so than it is of um stringent stringent uh blaspheming and shaming Sure. Yeah, yeah, they gotta. That's how you fix it. And if you want me and Miles to come through to fix your church, you can hire us for about one hundred fifty dollars an hour. A pop, get that place jumping, j- j- jumping. That's right. We will only need for the the choir to be available. Just make sure that the choir is available. You know what I'm saying? We Miles wants that. to drop. <laughs> Miles wants to drop my beautiful dark twisted choir choir fantasy. <laughs> Big facts, dude. I'm trying to get my own Kanye Sunday service on. That looked like a jam to me. And like, and it's funny because to think of Kanye as somebody who like just is not the person that I would be want to be taking spiritual guidance from at this moment in my life. The idea of Sunday service, what he was doing, the idea of just this space that is less focused on like you know uh, any specific set of religious teachings but rather just being a space of inclusion, being a space of come into this and we hope that you have an experience, right? And I think that there's something to be said for convening people in a, in, in a way that is specifically about asking the, like, and, and, and trying to, and trying to answer and trying to find the most relevant aspects of the human experience and asking each other the big questions, helping each other through the things that there might not be answers to, like, I think you can't help but to have some type of uh, existential experience in that space. And it'll be interesting to see if we develop more and more of those spaces across the world that are less tethered to uh, these books that were written thousands and thousands of years ago. But until then, I hope the churches that I know that are making major moves in their communities continue to do what they're doing. They'll continue to yeah. have my support. But in those spaces, if if there is any type of like, thankfully, in the churches that I inhabit, I haven't had any of those type of encounters where it's like, oh, somebody is being denied something because, in fact, quite the opposite. Right. But I think it's up to us to challenge ourselves in those spaces to to be like, you know, yeah, the black church was part of my experience growing up. It's still a part of my experience in community service. But where I ever to see injustice that relates to the LGBTQ community. Now it's on. Now I do have a responsibility to speak up mm-hmm. in that space and go, 
uh, let's not why why are we discriminating into into yeah. to be that voice so uh, and that can be uncomfortable, man. It's a lot of elders in the That's church. That's very uncomfortable. That's yeah. very, very, very uncomfortable. That's very, very uncomfortable. Hey, man, Mr. Miles Xavier, we're giving these people a hard show. I'm debating whether we should demonetize our platform yet again in the name of a transition. Um, Let it rip. Oh, no. I'm still not making any money. We do that because it's not about the money. Although, as I said before, if you think it's worth a dollar, let us hold that. We're trying to build some. We're trying to get good at some and then build a community around having tough conversations and trying to learn from things that we see going on around us. And so we will sacrifice, you know, the money from this video by demonetizing it for the value of the content. <laughs> so that pays in some way that you that you feel that that you can feel what we're trying to do here. And so that just endears us to you even more. And we engender your support. Like, comment, smash that subscribe button. Wait, recommend and review. What are we talking about? The Many Saints of Newark. Newark. The Many Newark. Saints. Ah, I know those guys. Those are good guys. The Many Saints of Newark, man. That's from uh, the Sopranos movie that came out recently. The Sopranos ah. movie. I know a couple of those guys from Newark. Those, those are those are my guys. Good guys, you know. Took care Good of guys. things once. Back when I needed the, you know, man, it was great, great guys. But what you need to understand is every time Miles watches Soprano movies, you get stuck in a Sopranos character. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! Look at look at the balls on this guy. Look at the balls on this guy. <laughs> no, man. Hey, what am I? Target practice? Listen. Great, great show, The Sopranos. I love it. It's 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 one of it's one of my it's one of my favorite slow burns. Uh, it's one of my one of the shows that I really appreciate, even when it even when it makes it hard to like. I really like The Sopranos, man. Yeah, good stuff, man. And this, uh, you know, The Sopranos is is contested when they talk about the best TV shows ever made. You're watching the process. I'm watching the process of a man find himself, a man, a, a, a deeply fought man, trying to be able to find himself in a in a in a wild universe of characters. Um, it was dope. It was dope. Still a very um, controversial ending to the series. So once the movie dropped, um, people were excited. I still haven't. I haven't gotten the chance to get around to it yet. But I know you have. Uh, what? How, how do you put it as a Soprano fan? Yeah. Well, as a Soprano fan, I just got to appreciate, you know what I'm saying? The, the, what, what you were saying about the depth of the character development in the show. That's my favorite thing about the Sopranos is that it doesn't rely on you liking any of the characters to keep you engaged, to keep you invested in what happens to them. It shows all of the characters as flawed, as complete humans. And you have to, and, and there's something really incredible about feeling connected to a character that doesn't have to be a good guy that you don't have to agree with all the time right you can play with stakes in such a different way if the character can cross lines that the audience disagrees with and without losing the 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 connection with the audience it's, it's, it's incredible in that for me to be black and to hear tony be racist in the show you know what i'm saying for 
us to see characters do things like, you know, murder, all sorts of stuff, backhanded stuff, lie, cheat and steal. And for us to still care about these characters and still be able to relate to them, I think is a really important part of what the show did. Uh, And I want to pick up the show a lot because the movie was just it was just some extra. It was just um, Mm. it was it was it wasn't bad, but it was it was pretty much geared only for fans of the show it was like an hour and a half of fan service and the thing about that like you know i watched it with i've I've been watching it with my girl we've been watching the sopranos we got up to season five and then we were like all right let's watch the movie and we'll finish up the show and she was saying thank god we watched the show up even to season five because if you don't watch Mm. it like there's there's you're not going to understand a lot of what the show the jokes that the show is 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 kind of letting hang in the air or the camera shots that it's lingering on. A lot of that stuff is just, is, is fan service. So you really need the context of the show. Something I would like, um, uh, compare it to would be the follow-up to Breaking Bad, El Camino, right? Where yes. you have Jesse Pinkman, you have these re- you have some characters that are reoccurring and referencing things that are happening in the, in the universe of the show. And so it's, it's interesting in that way. But it's not quite all that uh, powerful as a standalone movie. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's a movie that that that, that, that exists on, on say the the, the, the bonus, bonus features of the total collection package. So once you've for the defense, once you've totally been able to run through it, it's what you're gonna get as the bonus clip. If you if you had a DVDs back in the day, you know exactly what that means. Thousand percent, a thousand percent. Yes, this is down arrow, down arrow right arrow on your dvd menu uh yeah. <laughs> as the show dang i miss those dude when you would put a dvd in and you would like be seeing like clips of the movie Options. and it would be like play movie play movie in hd format dang that shit is crazy man Hey man, hey man, that's we're gonna start collecting those. But the difficult, the, the the reason why even like for instance people don't collect those ancient um those ancient movie films, right? Like a movie buff is not going to run a, a film, like hardcore, <laughs> hardcore film. Yo, <laughs> that would be nuts, G. If somebody was like, yo, you want to watch a movie? And when it got like a whole reel and like, yeah, not like the like reel. <laughs> you'd be like, no, this is, this is nuts. This is yeah. nuts for sure. But, but it doesn't, the, movie doesn't have the same, that same appeal, you know? But on the flip side of that, I was chilling with my moms the other day. Shout out to Momzo. And uh, I was listening to, uh, she's got this vinyl player that we finally hooked up to her stereo system. And she was playing the Osley Brothers record. Uh, and we were both just talking about how there's certain music that just hits different mm-hmm. on vinyl, right? Uh, and for a lot of those those specific reasons, we've seen directors like Tarantino shoot movies in certain formats that are supposed to kind of be evocative of a past format of shooting movies. So it definitely, um, to to your point, yeah, we should we, we're definitely going to see those being collected, or they're going to be NFTs, is what they're going to yes. be are. You're going to be able to download the Matrix NF the Matrix DVD screen NFT. 
and that's going to be your phone your your uh, laptop wallpaper is the dvd screen from the matrix but uh and when that happens we want some money the matrix <laughs> give me some matrix money <laughs> so, i'm excited to see what the next one looks like i might even go on a matrix marathon now I've just been and if we're getting into things we recommend i've just been watching old school james bond movies trying to get in the right james bond mode you know uh dive deeper into the year of the gentleman i hear that i hear that but yeah man so um to wrap up the sopranos movie the this joint was i would say i'd give this a solid three out of five you know it was worth a watch mm-hmm. worth the first watch dope to see james gandolfini's son got to play him it was very reminiscent of ice cube and nwa where it's like this is a dope opportunity for that young person to kind of pay homage and and have that connection and if you love the sopranos you'll love this movie it was dope to see uh Tony's mom played in a very close way to the way Carmela was played. It just kind of starts mm-hmm. to make things make sense. Uh, it was cool to see some more black characters in Sopranos, although they clearly that was just to have some black characters in Sopranos, and they didn't care about that that plot at all. <laughs> didn't even really resolve it in, in any in any sort of way. But it was cool to see the the diversity and uh, yeah, solid three out of fives across the board, man. Yeah, and if we're still giving out props to people who are playing their parents' roles and doing a good job, ODB off of the Wu-Tang Saga story is actually doing an incredible... ODB's son is doing an incredible job being ODB, and I even think he tours with Wu-Tang as the standing ODB, and it's crazy. That's lit. That's an incredible opportunity. That's awesome. That's So shout out to him, man. Shout out to him. Any more recommendations for the people, man? What should they be listening to? What should they be watching? Uh, like, what? Well, give it, give it up, give it up. I'm, I mean, I'm about to drop an R&B playlist on our Spotify onto the all the way live Spotify. So if anybody's into that, go ahead and give that a definite, definite look, man. I've been stuck listening to a whole bunch of Yabba. Yabba's album has been on repeat for me. I've also been listening to a whole lot of God Street Park. Um, I've been listening to Soul Aquarius, running that back, uh, by Fabo um and also that's been that's that's been the the majority of it man nice what you guys um halloween things man listen if you want to get into the halloween spirit i definitely recommend uh there's a show called the haunting of hill house if you haven't seen that watch that if you haven't seen the show hannibal uh hannibal about Hannibal Lecter, the one with like Mads Middleson, I think it's his name, does an incredible job in that. If you haven't seen the movie Trick or Treat, watch that. If you haven't seen the original Halloweens, watch them too. The new one is kind of, it's all right, but it's it'll, it's fun if you've been following up. So I, I definitely think Michael Myers is like a good way to go this Halloween. Um, but there's also uh, the Haunted Mansion is an underrated Halloween movie, and also is Tales of the Tales of the uh, Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood is a dope Halloween movie, man. Old school. Old school. Go back and watch that. So uh, yeah, man, get your get your get your great pumpkin on. You know what I'm saying? Get your get your Halloween spirit on. Um, it might be it might be Halloween actually the next time we are we are talking to you so yeah get Happy your costumes Halloween. ready tune into tune into us for that and we know we know we know that it's a lot of podcasts man there's a lot of ways that you could be spending your time right now you know 
You could be listening to music. You could be watching one of those Halloween movies that I just said. You could be watching football. Football is back. Basketball is back. The Bulls look good. Shout out to my boys. You know Zach and Bean. They're holding it down. Uh, but you're here with us. Yes, sir. And we, and we will never stop appreciating that. We will never stop appreciating that you are tuned in to this celebration of celebrating, this celebration of life, that you are joining us for this celebration of how good it feels to be black. Don't it feel good way? Favorite thing in the world, Miles. Mm-hmm. And we hope that it feels good to be you, wherever you at. So make sure that you like, comment, subscribe. We would love to hear from you. Peace, water, eat something delicious. Didn't think I was going to forget. Hug somebody you love. Can't forget that. Like that. We gone. Nice. Nice. You can end it.